That's recording. Are we recording right now? Normally you try and trick me with this. So I'm not sure if I believe you. If I press... Okay, let's... Welcome back. Unruly Software. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, welcome to the number one hit technology show. (laughs) Streaking across the leaderboards of Spotify right now. I didn't know we were doing streaking. Uh, Streaming? Streaming, yeah. Yeah, We are streaming across (laughs) Spotify right now. You didn't know that? We're on Spotify. We're on the Google Plays. We're on the Apples. We're impacting all avenues of social media. That's right. We figure we're not going to get any of them too well, so we're going to do all of them. <laughs> Just do them all and hopefully something works for Someone us. Someone has to listen eventually. Actually, it would be great if things started working for us because we had a bit of a technical issue the other day. That's true. We, we ended up recording for three hours. We had our, our first guest. Yeah, our first guest, my brother from Red Hat. Yeah. Uh, and we had this very enlightening discussion about uh, open source li- licensing, yeah. uh, what, what he does. Yeah, uh, OpenShift, OpenStack, all this stuff, and it then it was cool. It was an awesome, awesome session. podcast. It was, it was three hours long. This is not the best podcast in the world. This is just a tribute. Why? Well, who said that? That's a Tenacious D. Actually. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, is this not the best one in the world? <laughs> no, 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 the podcast episode. Don't you know uh, Tenacious okay. D? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Greatest song in the. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get copyright yeah, infringemented no, now. I do that. I've messed that up. So we were, we recorded the. The greatest one. Yeah, Yeah. the greatest one. Three hours long. Three hours long. Best, most informative podcast on the planet. Yep. And uh, it was only supposed to go for an hour, but the content was so good, we just let it keep going. We literally didn't cut it all. But uh, It would have ruined the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then we pretty much finished the podcast, took our headphones off. I was telling everyone how good it was, how great it was. (laughs) Everyone was quite happy with how it went. And then... Um, you were just watching a beach I was ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at my computer trying to save the file and the spinning wheel on the Mac came up, started, you know... The beach ball of death, The beach ball it. of death, yeah. The BBOD. Yeah, so um, James and John were on the other side of the desk, so I had to play it cool. I didn't want them to know oh. my computer. Wait, so you knew that second. <laughs> I thought you only found out the next day. No, because I like... You were I, putting off the shame. I was. I didn't, oh, no. o- I didn't want to overreact. In front of you guys, I thought, no, no, I can save it. It'll be fine. Oh, no. And then, um, so Ableton just shut down. And we could have just done another three hours right then. <laughs> <laughs> if only we'd known. And then I opened it back up and it's like, yeah, it's crashed. We need to do a crash report. It didn't look good. And then I just said to you, yeah, yeah, I'll... I'll do. Uh, finish we'll it when I get home. We'll just fix this in I'll post. Fix, yeah, yeah, I'll fix we'll, it. We'll do John's voice with C- CGI. I'll fix it later. Yeah. Um, I was too. I was like, uh, my uh, just took all the wind out of my sails. Yeah, because John was talking for three hours to about this day. infrastructure and how things shouldn't fail and make sure you've got resilient architecture. And, and here and we are failing <laughs> with our <laughs> lack of resilient architecture. <laughs> our podcasting architecture. I blame the. The Mac OS upgrade to Big Sur. Yeah, Big Sur. What? That's not it even a real thing. Took up too much room on my hard drive. Why did they spell it wrong? It's with an I, not a U. Yeah, yeah. They got it totally wrong. But um, what's the logo? Is it like a a large man in a top hat or something? I haven't checked. Ah, must be something like that. It has to be. But uh, those are always a poor choice. Never upgrade your Macs. That's yeah. One of my friends posted on uh, Facebook a few weeks back. Fuck you, Big Sur. No one upgrade. 
Now that I'm like... Every time you upgrade, it breaks something. I, I feel think- like Docker has been broken like three times ah, by yeah. Mac upgrades. Yeah. And then also Git will stop working because... Uh, I don't remember. I, I haven't used a MacBook in a bit. But I remember when I would update my system, anytime I did, I'd have to reinstall Xcode and then get a whole bunch of system utilities. And it was like this magical dance that I had to do every time. <laughs> and it's one of those things you can't do it twice. Yeah. So it was like hard to automate. And you didn't actually know if that was the dance you needed to do <laughs> after you updated it. So, yeah, not the best. So um, Just get on to Arch Linux, Frank. Haven't we discussed this? Yeah, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the pipeline. It's on right. the backlog. Yeah. But if John, um, John doesn't know yet, I don't think you told him, did you? No, I, I refuse to because... <laughs> I'm sort of like hoping in the back of my head that Frank will be like, oh, actually, sorry, <laughs> I did save it. <laughs> it's just over here. I was looking at the wrong recording. Or um, maybe we just... No, we're good. It's, it's back. Are on. you sure? So we're... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this, there goes now. the infrastructure again. Are you um, recording still? It's recording. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So we just had I, an infrastructure no, I, my failure. F- my finger touched the trackpad. Oh, don't use touchpad, use keyboard. Um, uh, Where's the hotkeys, Frank? I'm learning as I go with this podcasting. So It's all about po- So what we've learnt is you can record straight onto an SD card. I think we're going to do that from now on so we yeah. don't have any of these technical difficulties. Hopefully. We either have to do that or just remember to cut every hour. Cut every hour. We do yeah. long-form uh, content. We have a lot of big ideas to, to share with people. Well, when like, we've got um, smart people on, we've got a lot of good content. When it's just right. you and me, it's... Fumbling our way Un- through. Under it. an hour, we'll be fine. Thank <laughs> you. Maybe thirty minutes for this one. Um, so your brother's. We've got to get your brother back in. Hopefully, yes, he's going to come in, or I'm going to call him in. He might disown you from the family when, well, you might get disowned from your family because you know John might be upset about the podcast. And That's hasn't true. Your mum been sending you. That's right. Messages? My mother has been sending me uh, threats. Not threats. <laughs> sorry. Mom. I know you're listening. I've made jokes before that my mother was uh, listening and was our number one fan, but I was intentionally hiding it because I knew what her reaction would be. Yeah, what, is, what happened? So she, oh, no. She's obviously been listening. Or is you, she not being You listening? just have to block. You have to block for me. Hold on. All right, here we go. <clears throat> From my mother. Yeah. I'd like to have the children listen to your podcast. The fucking shit don't add anything useful <laughs> and get you marked explicit, period. And your vocabulary is better than that. Your own children may someday want to hear. <laughs> children as young as 11 probably want to hear your podcast, but their parents see explicit. Just a thought. Love, mom. All those um, 11-year-old React developers, whoever you are out there, <laughs> send us a message. We want to get you on the podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we're actually hiring people <laughs> under the age of 16. We're looking to start a sweatshop, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's my primary, like, target audience for this podcast is children really yeah yeah i'm st- i still haven't grown up well it's like the you know who's popular on youtube is like what mr beast he, he's okay, I don't know he's like is. a well he's like for kids right right and then pewdiepie yeah was that was for kids when he was like getting his big numbers that was all like you know 12 year olds yeah. that was the meme actually they're all what 13 year olds or something <laughs> so that's what we have to do we have to appeal to kids so we're not gonna say those words <laughs> <laughs> anymore that's the end that's the last one we're removing the explicit mark look you speak for yourself yeah this this side of the desk will <laughs> still have the explicit mark. we can have half of the explicit half mark. and half yeah. yeah yeah as long as you're not swearing your mom will probably be cool with it hopefully yeah, yeah. sorry mom huh? 
please resubscribe on Patreon, Mum. And then by lunch, the other uh, close member of your family, your girlfriend. Yes, she. uh, What happened with her? We called her. We called her the other day, didn't (laughs) we? Because we were testing out the new. uh, Was she angry with me? I don't remember. Well, we've got the, we recorded the conversation. That's right. I can't even so remember what, what happened in it. Well, what we've done, we, this, this mixing desk we've got, you can make phone calls out to people. So we felt like with Bluetooth, someone on a radio station. Yeah. We thought, you know, we'll just call. We felt like Kyle and or Jackie. Yeah. I don't know which one I am. I'll, I'll go with Kyle. Yeah, you can be Jackie. So we, okay. So right. um, <laughs> we, we decided, oh, we'll call Shannon and we'll just see what's going on. And this was the phone call. Should we play it? Yeah, play it. All right. Okay. We'll have to... We've got it here. This is going to be so gonna embarrassing. Be Hello? Hello? Hey, how are you? Yeah, good. What's up? we just given you a call. Why? Well, I got this new thing, and I just wanted to see how your voice sounded on the recording. How are you? Oh, okay. When oh. are you coming home? That's disappointing. Hi, <laughs> Hi, Frank. How are you? Good. I had to tell I her I was there. in a puddle of the dog's piss, actually, so uh-huh. I'm okay. I thought you were going to say a puddle of his poo for a second there. Piss is no, probably better. No, it was, oh, poo would be the worst. He's been but pooing it, a lot lately. I know. Yeah, he, he can't help sat it. in the lift this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Did and, you hear that? I did. Yeah. Oh, and I couldn't even grab the plastic bag in time to open it. So I just had to grab the log of poo up with the unopened plastic bag and hope that no poo was on my hand. Because you had to oh. rush out of the elevator. This is the joys of being a mother. You're looking after oh, your child yeah. now. You're rearing your no, child. No. I hope I hope the cleaner cleans the lift because everyone must be stepping in. in well, poop. at least it wasn't wet and it didn't stick to the ground. To oh, no. Oh, yeah, if you had diarrhea, that would have been the oh, end my God. If of it my was life. A puddle of diarrhea, or if someone else was in the lift. <laughs> Oh, Fuck. I would have died. I confess to throwing away your credit card today and how bad I feel oh, no. oh, on the yeah, podcast. You did, you did throw away my credit card. It wasn't even my credit card. It was someone else's credit card. With the pen. But I've gotten it, I've gotten it canceled and they just, they're reissuing it. Oh, that's good. Whose credit card was it? It was like a corporate card that uh, we were going to mail to someone in Perth. Yeah. And I left the card and the pin together in a bag. And James threw in the bin, so I just hope that no one's tried to spend it because they'll have the card and the pin. Fuck. Yeah, that yeah. won't be ideal. No, I don't think anyone will find it, though. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully You not. would look in a, um, what is it, a cotton-on bag? That's perfect camouflage for a credit card. No one yeah. wants to get secondhand cotton-on stuff. No. Yeah, no, it's already cheap enough. <laughs> yeah. You can buy um, your own underwear for that price. <laughs> yeah. We okay. we just wanted right. to sound what this hear what this sounded like. We just recorded an episode. How does my okay. voice sound? Is it cool? I can, yeah, it sounds it sounds normal. Oh, normal. That's disappointing. You normally sound cool. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah all right, it fine. Sounds, it sounds normal. All right, it I'm rushing like home. You're talking into the phone. Well, okay, then. we we've finished our episode, so we just wanted to try this. We just wanted to call and say hi. Uh, that as well. Just wanted yes. to catch up and also what? I've seen you for so long. I miss you. What episode was it today? 105. 105. That's All right. good. Okay. We're, we're going to stop coding in the next couple of weeks and, and just, just focus just on the podcast. And just be a podcaster. Content creators. Yes. We followed through on that. We create the I, content. I showed, I showed your podcast. Fuck, are you serious? Decided, yeah, when I was in the office yesterday. Oh, and no. um, he, he said, 
um, the episodes are too long and he can only focus for 15 minutes, but that's a him problem. Yeah, but look, we have our style. All right, <laughs> if you're listening to this, yeah. we're recording this. And fuck <laughs> you. I record what I want. <laughs> literally said the only good podcast out there is the, the Daily. He's literally he said, fake news. He said it's 15 minutes long and that's the only podcast. I don't know anyone to. that listens to 15 minute podcasts. That's like. Yeah, he only listens. He has. He's a like a rabbit. Span. We're posting um, this. This is going in a podcast. Fuck a you. <laughs> if you can't listen rabbit. to 15 minutes, your your attention span yeah. is too short for programming. Yeah. No, he's not a rabbit because I don't think he has sex that often. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. No, don't be mean though. That. I know. You can't say and that. Like, now I have the, to cut that. The, the anal when that I he cu- wants to have. Oh, no. Too far. We have to mark this oh, explicit no. now. Oh, we were having right. the conversation earlier. James is we like. We can just bleep out his name and no one will know who it is. We'll just be like, yeah, uh, and really wants to have anal with his yeah, wife. Yeah, who's going to guess that an intro <laughs> that I know who wants anal yeah, yeah. <laughs> No secret, one's gonna know that. Know who it, is. it might be, might be, you know. Oh my god! Oh, name me, name me. Oh fuck! <laughs> Cut the tape. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll come home now. Okay. All right. Love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Good. Wow. <laughs> it really just all comes back to you. How <laughs> horrific was that? <laughs> what happened to the whole thing about? We need to make content that your mum will be <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> we've gone back on that promise, actually. I think we've just lost our one Patreon subscriber again. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Mum. We're going to have to make a few bleeps. Yeah, this censor is... Censor a few people's names out. It's just the names. The rest of it's fine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Australia. This is how people are. Yeah. Yeah. We're all about the truth here. That's right. We speak truth to power, like <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Right? Is that their thing? But apparently, from what Shannon said, people have been listening and liking it. So yeah, uh, some people have listened to it, and some people also are like don't have the big brain power to you know listen for more than fifteen minutes. So. Or lack of brain power. One or the other. Yeah, <laughs> probably the latter. You really need a smooth brain like me <laughs> in order to listen to this podcast. <laughs> this is the content I I listen to, which is just people ranting on nothing. We haven't had a good rant yet, but there's no there's no technology. I'm talk. ready to uh, whenever you want CSS and me. We're gonna have a we're gonna talk about CSS not now. But like <laughs> <laughs> we need another full three hours though. We do. Can we get the person who made CSS on uh, on the podcast? The inventor of CSS. Yeah. yeah. Who made CSS? Know. You know? Are you aware? No. We should get him on, but CSS was first proposed by I actually can't say it. Hakon William Lee in 1994, just before I was born, October 10th. Well, I've just aged myself. That's good. Everyone knows my birthday. Mm. If anyone wants to send me birthday presents, please do. Thank you. No, CSS is great. I yeah. like CSS. Uh, but you hate it at the same time. No, we can't breach the subject. This is a forever. This is a forever subject. This is an uh, this is an upcoming topic we're going to have. We're going to sit down. And we're going to discuss it thoroughly. Yeah. We need to get it There's all off be my bullet chest. Points. Bullet points. Yeah. Unlike this one, it is going to be a directed podcast, <laughs> straight at CSS. <laughs> What have we been doing this week? Mostly we're almost ready to launch. Yeah, we're uh, we're ready to get it into the people. Give it to the people, the product that we're working on. Yeah. We've been having, uh, what have we been doing? We've been doing testing mostly. Well, I've definitely been doing a lot of testing. 
and uh, you've been helping me with that, which has been great. Yes. Uh, we, we've had some features which we've built out and they had a few little bugs. Like subtle said, bugs. Subtle bugs. Yeah. And, you know, I was hopping in there and fixing things on one side and then, w- unto my knowledge... I was uh, creating bugs on the other somewhere side. Else, yeah. <laughs> you stick your finger in the dam on one side and then on the other side another leak springs. And uh, I thought to myself, uh, you know, I've always said that I should do more thorough tests and I've got no excuse why I shouldn't be doing them now, so I better start writing these tests. Yeah. Now's the time to learn. Yeah. As, as soon as possible. Now is always the time to learn how to test. Well, it's, a bit, it's been a bit slow for me to get... Up and going. So what, what's our, um, how are we doing our end-to-end tests? So uh, I don't understand. Right now we're doing end-to-end. Uh, we have a couple different types of tests that we run. Our end-to-end between the API and the front-end, literally everything is running. Every integration is running. We've got the browser literally running around clicking in Puppeteer. We've got Postgres spun up for the API. We've got the API running. I made a S3 file mock service that runs for the integration tests. To upload, tests upload objects upload to S3. S3 tests. What else? There's a um, mail server. So we oh, use yeah, a, right. a node mail server, and that's an actual running process. So all of these are designed to mimic as much as possible a real production environment. Yeah, Sans AWS IM. Mm. That's the only thing that really slips through the cracks. Mm. Uh, but we'll cover that with actual like smoke tests. So. Mm just to, to verify. Yeah, so the good thing about this whole setup is we're actually, when we do an end-to-end test, it's hitting the database. So we, we don't have to mock our responses, which no. is nice. I haven't, done, I haven't written any mocks. A lot of, yeah, there's, there's very little mocking that we've done thus far. I think that's like the best thing to do when you're like bootstrapping a project is start at the integration test level. You don't really know where the product is going to shift to. Uh, until you build it. Mm. So you don't necessarily know where the usability issues are going to be, if this model's even going to be there. So is it really worth unit testing every single edge mm. for uh, issues? Probably not. Mm. not, not at the very beginning of your product. So you're going to get a lot more value out of just actually spinning <coughs> something up and asserting the, the re- behavior of that service. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it's been nice. So... My approach has been, I've been testing it manually, writing down steps how I've tested it manually, and then implementing those steps in code. In Puppeteer. In Puppeteer. For end-to-end tests. End-to-end tests. So it's been good because I've been able to map out all our key workflows, key user flows, and then have some confidence okay, now when I need to jump in and start fixing these little bugs and refactor and make things better and tweak, I don't have to stress out about uh, breaking something on the other side. You don't. what I've been doing. Yeah. You'll always miss something if you just have it in that list, that, that list I've done before. Yeah. You'll just forget that one edge case and then that will be the one that, that destroys your, your, uh, your confidence and your career. But it <laughs> so is faster too. Like yeah. it, it's been slow for me to get all the base... Uh, all the base functionality there, but now it's quite fast when I need to um, build out whatever the workflow is, how we're clicking through and whatever interactions. The more you do it, the more tools, more of your tool set gets built up, so it gets like exponentially faster. It does, yeah. You end up getting more helpers, you're more familiar with the way that this, the library works. Yeah. 
And also, it's not... So right now, I think probably one of the mistakes that we've made is not doing it sooner. Uh, the This sort of inter- integration test really works well for... I believe it's called London School um, Testing. So outside-in testing, which is when you build a feature, instead of starting at the low-level API with a unit test, you start as far away as possible with an end-to-end test. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you literally assert that there's a selector for a button uh, and then click on the button and then you make an assertion on what the state should be afterwards or if it's an if it's an API you start at the API and then work your way in so you it's if you this removes a few errors that you make also if you're doing more thorough tests so you don't like end up making an API internally that doesn't communicate at the very end you know if you build your integration test first that you're going to start at the part that actually matters the interface to the user and then you're going to build solid defined interfaces that matter to the developer, mm. I feel. So. so it'll be a good system. And I know we used Cypress in the beginning, but uh, we wouldn't have been able to do these full integration tests with Cypress, would we? So we had... Um, I didn't get too deep into Cy- Cypress, but I feel like we would have had to do a lot more mocks. Would that be right? Uh, for sure. Yeah. So Cypress feels like it's designed for a front-end developer who wants to test something happening in the browser. and that's So it's a bit like a unit test in a way, not a, a full end-to-end test. Mm-hmm. Like I want to assert that if I click on this button, then like if I have a tab bar, then I swap tabs. Like that sounds perfect for Cypress because there's no network requests. There's no external like validation that it has to pass and you don't really care. Mm-hmm. It would make sense if you were testing Storybook, right? where it like live loads your code, you could you could actually test each of your components and make sure the callbacks work. But um, since it, I, I didn't realize this because uh, I haven't done that much testing on the front end outside of like automation with Puppeteer before, uh, Cypress actually runs entirely in the browser. So you can't connect to Postgres. You can't um, control external processes that use protocols other than HTTP essentially. Mm. So I would have had to written an entire tier to like close and truncate the schema and everything, which would have been an absolute nightmare for me. Um, but yeah, so Puppeteer, we ended up, I, I ended up trying also uh, WebDriver.io. Uh, I'm not really a fan of tools for testing that change the way that the software works. So for example, Node, it was, so Mocha is like the ideal uh, testing tool for me. Because when you run it, it is literally JavaScript. You are essentially just executing that test file. Mm-hmm. As close to that as you can get. You know that the, a global exists as a global across the scope of every file because it's it's a single thread, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. WebDriver tries to do the same thing Jess does in making everything parallel from the beginning, which I, I'm not really a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, so Web WebDriver I, IO was knocked out, and so I moved to Puppeteer, which I've used before for automation and web scraping, that sort of thing. Uh, and I think I've also used it before for testing, but uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a good journey. Mm. Uh, too long. I wish the story was better for for end to end testing in JavaScript, but yeah. When your course comes out, it will be. Uh, yes, we are we are going to make a testing course <laughs> specifically for a TypeScript monorepo, I suppose, or something. We'll see. It'll be uh, it'll be pretty much just me buying it, learning yeah. how to <laughs> interact. With our own so you'll be base. able to use our code base. <laughs> you'll be able to find the way that I, I, I write tests in particular. That's been good. Yeah. Um, but the other thing we had to do was, uh, well, we haven't caught up with Joseph for a while. 
No. We should actually, um, you know, message him at some point. If only we had some way. Do you know of any way that we could do that? Hold Frank? on, let me just think. Don't we have some phone Magic. connection where we can just call Board. it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, what's that? That's so weird. He probably won't. You answer. He probably won't answer a, a, a voice call. He knows. But yeah, he probably knows. Yeah, because we've tried to call him once before off this. And he didn't answer. I feel like this is uh, it's like the cash cow. It is. If he answers, I don't actually know what the cash cow is. I'm just assuming you get money if you answer the phone. Answer on the threat. Yeah, answer three phone calls. Hello, Joseph. Did you enter in? Oh, so sad. so sad. You missed the cash cow, Joseph. <laughs> Sorry about this. Well, there goes that's <laughs> that segment. We're gonna we're gonna scratch that. <laughs> it was a good experiment. Oh, the other thing. This is live radio. Actually, coming realize. back to the end to end test. That's what I wanted to ask you. I came across um, playbook playwright playwright. Yes, I pointed to pointed you in that direction. I did read a little bit about it. Yeah. And, appa- and you were telling me that uh, Frank is like uh, all up to date with every tiny little piece of <laughs> JavaScript gossip and drama. <laughs> I, I just try and find something that like does the thing that I want it to do. And if it doesn't do it, I bin it. <laughs> That's my methodology. Oh, I, I need to know who was there, who's doing it, why yeah. they're doing it. W- what are the celebrities? What's yeah. the latest goss? What's the goss? Yeah. What is Ken Dodds involved? Yes or no? I don't know if he uses it. No, he's Probably a Cypress. Not. He's a Cypress guy. Well, he's he's like a strictly front end man, does he? Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. If you don't if you don't care about opening TCP and UDP connections, then that that seems like the kind of thing you would use. But playwright, from what I've seen, is uh, built by the same people who built Puppeteer. Makes sense. It has a very similar API. Actually, it looks almost identical. Does it? Puppeteer, yeah. yeah. I was thinking like uh, the advantage is that it's cross browser, from what I can tell. I only did a brief reading because yeah. you, you never really know until you just try and use it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, doesn't... If, if the API is identical, it's really a sideways move until we actually get to the point where we're going to be doing cross-browser testing. Yep. For now, we're just going to say, yes, you're using Chrome. That's... Uh, sorry. Do sorry, we support Charles. IE? Uh, IE6, no, we don't support IE. I don't think most of <laughs> the... IE6. Most of the stuff that we do probably wouldn't work on IE. Do you think Chakra supports Internet Explorer? Oh, I don't. I don't want what to go there. No. <laughs> There's always these weird little bugs, and they make no sense, and you have to... Uh, you know what it is? Normally, the bugs that I've found when you compile from a React app down to IE are like Babel transpilation things. Yep. Like it, e- even if you include, you know how you can include like the percentage of browsers that you want to target mm-hmm. and it'll automatically choose what targets? Yep. There will always be some Babel issue that there is an open, this is just my experience because it's happened to me probably four times yep. and it has taken me literally days each time. There will always be an open issue, something about Internet Explorer and Babel not compiling down to the right syntax. Mm-hmm. And then you having to like, I don't know. One time I actually wrote a sed, uh, which is stream editor for the Linux command line, uh, and replace like a for loop, which used the wrong syntax. And there was an open issue in Babel. So I actually just <laughs> searched for that with a regular expression uh-huh. and replaced it with the correct syntax yeah, that would right. actually work in Internet Explorer. It was an absolute nightmare. Mm. Yeah, so it's like post-processing the post-processor so with regular expressions. Bad idea. With what, I, what I propose is this. We don't support IE, and if we get a customer 
who uses IE, we buy them a new computer. We upgrade their full IT infrastructure so we they don't use Yeah, we'll use record IE an episode anymore. of the podcast, but it'll be with video. What do you call that? A video cast. A video cast? Stream, live stream. Yeah, we're, we'll make a t- TV show. TV show. you think show. we can get airtime on a, on a like major network? Yeah. We're like... When, uh, when people find out side, about right? this story. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like clickbait. It'll be heart-touching, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Everyone's going to be crying. Startup founders replace full IT infrastructure of struggling IE. We'll just get them a Chromebook. How much is that? Like 200 bucks. <laughs> that's, two, <laughs> that's two months of subscription. We might as well. <laughs> Everyone out idea. there listening, any of our new customers in the pipeline? Yeah. If you need to be upgraded from IE? Get off of Windows. You come and sign up with us and you get a free upgrade. We'll set you up. We're, we're doing IT as well. We'll do anything. Uh, well, we do the podcast. We just want your money. <laughs> <laughs> That's our motto. Anything to get your money. Is that right? No. Oh, right. Sorry. No, we're, we're making it. We're here to solve a problem. We're problem solvers. Yeah. And no, we're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. I did not do this in the expectation The podcast, of on the money. other hand. Yeah, this is the money this maker. This is a total waste of time. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you aren't, uh, you know, on the Patreon that I have not made, then... Yeah, we need to get onto that. What are you doing? We won't be able to eat in a couple of weeks. That's right. We were talking about documentation and how nobody contributes. That's the issue with open yeah, source yeah. software. Yeah. These are all the things we missed down on our, on our uh, episode with John. That was actually... John was touching on that a lot about... Contributing uh, to open source. Yeah, if you, if you use a lot of open source, contribute. Well, John contribute works with a lot it. of big companies, right? Mm-hmm. So it would make sense for someone in Red Hat for like it, nowhere that I've worked actually really should have probably contributed to open source mm. yeah. I almost contributed the other day to designed to uh, no not to <laughs> design to React S3 uploader oh why what was the issue with React S3 uploader it was missing a TypeScript type oh no like no no index.d.ts or it, what it had the full index.t uh, but one of the parameters could accept an object or a function, but they'd only typed it out to receive an object. So I was going to add the function. Oh, well, yeah, that's a good idea. You could also just do like as any and then just be like, whatever, I don't care. So that's I've what I've always do. done it and then I've never contributed to open source before. Yeah. So this is a high profile library as well. Yeah. I can probably get some good. Uh, Publicity. Publicity. This is how this. you're going to promote the podcast. Just say, I'm not going to merge this pull request unless you all subscribe to... Uh, I need <laughs> I need three likes on my podcast. <laughs> do we get likes? Is that how this works? I don't, I, know. Do I don't really likes? know how the analytics the analytics story works. I should get you to help me. There was, so I, I tried to fix it and I got stuck on one little thing. And then, I, and then you know what? In the end... I'm like, oh, I don't want to use React S3 Uploader anyway. Yeah. I just rewrote it myself. <laughs> you want to be cool. 26,000, almost 27,000 weekly uplo- uh, downloads, React yeah. S3 Uploader. Check the, to- check the types there. Yeah. Um, I can probably pull it up here. I can. If you want to do it. Should we do it live? No, of Let's course not. It. I'm going to be coding. You can't do that. <clears throat> what you, oh, no, that's a throat clear. That's another fine. Shannon will destroy me. Let's see. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at. Sorry, okay, I'm going to the. I'm going to the GitHub. I had to pull. Okay, let's do it live. Why not? All right. All right this pull, is this is the, the trashy repo? episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fixing we're fixing code live. You can just do it on GitHub. Just hit the edit button. Oh, will that work? Yeah. Normally. Okay. And then you just hit uh, like I want to fork this project. Where's where's the types? 
Um, okay, I'm in types, upload props, upload options, upload options. Unfinished files. Coding without a uh, screen is a very exciting... Um, Why, where's your screen? Huh? No, I mean uh, for the people, for the individuals at home. Ah, yeah. Very exciting. We're, don't worry, we're this, like this text streaming by i'll just vi- i'll visually tell you what's happening frank is staring intently at his computer i'm trying to remember what his I microphone the other day. an inch away from his mouth actually i might have even deleted the my mustache so close break. to the microphone you can practically feel it in your ear <laughs> it's an exciting intense moment as we look for the one prop that we need to change okay it's not to contribute happen. to open source <laughs> oh no let's okay let's find it for the next podcast and we'll do it live well, you do have to do a live video. You have to do a Twitch stream. We'll, we'll stream it, yeah. All right, we'll do, it. we'll do a Twitch stream. My mom can tune in. I was pretty excited when I found it. I thought, yes, finally, my <laughs> one chance to upgrade, like to contribute to open source. Uh, you should contribute and it was such to an design. Easy, it was such an easy fix. Yeah, just like, just a function. Just take a function. That's so sad. Mm. But then um, instead of using the library, I thought... I'll just do it myself. That's that's my motto. I never do anything using anyone else's code, as as little as possible. Well, I looked at this React S3 library, and it's very good. It's very well built and maintained and everything, but it's not really... Like, for our use case, we didn't need all that stuff that it does. Yeah, it's just additional, like, runtime overhead for nothing, and then also you have to fetch it from NPM, and then someone's going to upload a bad commit, and you're on a tilde lock, and all of a sudden, bam, user detail's gone. But the other thing too was I had to style it to look like what we wanted it to look like to match our application. That's true. And then that was like a little bit of mucking around. I'm like, ah, why even bother? Well, you know, like, like I've said before, I don't look down on JavaScript developers, but we do. I, I am a JavaScript developer actually mm. in a way, I, as much as I hate to say that. Mm. We do tend to just reach for a library as soon as there's anything. I remember... <clears throat> at my first, at, at that internship we did, I, I got a, a library that, like, I'm actually disgusted I, I got. It was called Promise All Keys. And it was essentially, oh. if you actually open and read the source of it. I'm so sorry. What is it? It's um, a call to object.keys, mm. and, or, or it, it goes object.entries, mm. turns it into a promise array, mm. and then it essentially returns you, so if you have, a, a like, a, a object of keys to values, mm. and you want to, like, make the the value async like perform an action with each of the keys mm. or the values you can do that and it'll return the object back to you in the same shape because otherwise you have to like transform it into an array and yep. then map back into into an object and it's like oh I'll just download this npm library yep. and then i got uh eaten out <laughs> for eaten that. out yeah not what? in a nice way in a bad way oh okay that was that was a pull request I comment think using that term in the wrong context oh right <laughs> well yeah, some people like being eaten out. I don't like being eaten out, whatever that means. <laughs> I don't... Is this like a kid thing? What are you... Are 11-year-olds going to get this? I don't, yeah, no, they'll get it. Oh, right. No, I won't get it, though. <laughs> the, um, I've never heard of anyone getting eaten out over an NPM package, but... Oh. I am only relatively new, You don't I have the best Google searches. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But you put, a, you put a legitimate library in at the internship, too, and you got... A legitimate library. You got yeah. scolded for that as well. 
I, uh, so I was you just wrote, then you just rewrote the whole library yourself. Uh, yeah, before I used TypeScript, I was really hardcore on the whole fantasy land, like um, functional program thing, functional programming. And uh, I wanted to use like function composition because I thought it was a good fit for it anyway, because essentially fetch some data from a data source and then uh, merge the data. And functions are perfect for that. Like, that's the entire objective. Like, take data of this type, transform it to this other type. And that's all it is. That's the entire application. So I downloaded and installed Ramda. And uh, I got slapped down for that because uh, no one knew what Compose was. No one knew, knew what Pipe was. No one knew what Tap was. So, yeah, they, they wanted me to get rid of it. But then I was so angsty back then. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just ended up taking all of the functions that uh, they, they were like, oh, you can't install a library for this. And I was like, all right, fine. Because they didn't say anything about like, oh, you can't do it in a functional par paradigm. They were like, don't use this library. And I'm like, well, this is like a standard library. Lots of people use this by default. It's like Lodash. There was no Lodash installed. Everyone has a Lodash or something like it that has utility functions. So I installed Ramda. And then they were like, get rid of it. So I ended up rewriting all, <laughs> all of the functions. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even read the source code of Ramda. I was just like, all right, compose. We're going to make the compose. We're going to make pipe. We're going to, uh, you know, we're going to make lenses, all yeah. this stuff. And I ended up rewriting it in their code base. It's still there to this day. Yeah. Yeah. A as it deserves to be. No one should tell you what kind of code to write. That's right. That's my motto. <laughs> I write my code and you get, don't get to talk about it. <laughs> Podcast and code are untouchable. That's right. As far as James is concerned. Yeah. I. It's, you know... Legibility is up in, in the eye of the beholder, right? So, Speaking of uh, great NPM packages so and uh, ones that get used maybe yeah. haphazardly. Haphazardly. Which one? Is even. Have you seen that one? Is even. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> it makes sense though. <laughs> is one for everything. It's, a, it's an NPM package that literally tells you if a number is even or not. Oh, right. So it's just mod 2. Well, I don't know, is it? Let's look, let's, let's look <laughs> well, at the I source hope that's code. the implementation. It's got 124,000 <laughs> weekly downloads. Oh. Uh, we should put it in. Yeah. We should use it. What if there's one of those commits? I, I showed you, like, every NPM package you can sort of hack and just end up getting, like, you can... Oh. The code on GitHub doesn't have to match what's on NPM. Guess what? Tell me. Remember how you said, is it just Modulo 2? Mm. No. What is it? He imports a library called is odd. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? And then returns. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The opposite on, of is odd. Oh my okay, God. So this the gets implementation better. of is odd. What is the implementation of the is odd function? Is that look. import is even and it's bang is even? Oh, imagine <laughs> that. And then somewhere along the line, it, it's just a. What would happen there? You'd just get a, well, you're calling the same function over and over. So you're just recursing infinitely. So you'd get a, um, what, a stack overflow. Holy shit. Yeah. That's what that website's named about. Let's, you uh, know the stack overflow website? I need to find this package. The place where everyone's mean to me. What's it called? Stack Stack what? Overflow. Okay. What What's there? That website. Have you been on it? No. Do you know what I'm talking No, I ne never heard of it. No. It's this website where, like, uh, developers can, like, ask questions and, like, have people be very angry and snotty and... Uh you know, refuse to answer. Okay. I'm sure there's some nice people there. This library is tested, but I'm just reading through it. Okay, let's try and find, let's have a look at is odd. Look, if you're going to use an is odd library, you'd expect it to be very well tested. I want it, yes. I want it to test from like negative 10,000. I want it to test rational and irrational numbers. Is odd has 300 
and 80,000 weekly downloads. Are you serious? Mm. Hold on a second. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That's a lie. No, it's definitely true. What about... Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Let's look at the implementation. Oh, my God. I just want to say... I'm oh, so is odd is very solid. It's very solid. It, first, it checks if it's actually a number. But then it checks if the number is an integer. Then it checks if it's a safe integer. And then it, yes, does modulo. Oh, my God. Oh, there's an even better one. What is it? Is is odd. Is is which odd. Which checks... Is this function is odd, <laughs> which is also solid and very well tested. And then hold on, I've got another one here. This one has two weekly downloads. Is 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 odd checks if a given function is 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 odd. So we sh- we we need to have one of our own. Famous How do you monetize this? We need to have a famous uh, package. Yeah. Is what can we check for? Add. Is add no. No. We're going to have to talk about this off. We we'll take it offline. We're going to have to brainstorm. The thing is, every NPM package has been made. Except for designed. Well, I made that, so. Well, if actually, it's been done. <laughs> yeah. My NPM package is designed. I'll just plug that. You would think everything's been done. Maybe, can you check if a color is blue or something? <laughs> is color. Yeah. Can, what if you check for, like, you know the hex code? Yeah. Just say, is hex code. Like, that's the name of the package, and you make a package for each hex code. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, like is zero 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 zero, yeah. and then it'll tell you is this a CSS safe zero zero zero? Is yeah, it yeah. white? No, I think that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Is zero 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 white or is that black? Or is FFF? FFF is white, I think. Right, so it's is black. Yeah, because FFF. Maybe we shouldn't go down that road. Because FFF is every color. Yeah, which makes white. Yeah, and zero 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 is no color. Which makes black. Right. A um, bit of trivia for you. The person who owns the repository for Is Odd, their name is I Voted for Trump. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sorry? Is Odd. Yeah, the person who made the library is Odd. Their repository, their GitHub username is I Voted for Trump. Their name is John Schlinkert, it looks like. He committed it. Yeah, but look at the repository. I voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He renamed himself. I bet someone hacked his account. Ah, uh, you reckon? Do you think? Maybe. He created Is Odd in 2014, mm. the year I learned how to program. All of the downloads are from an old version. Wow. Do you think it... Wait a minute. No, no, but look. See, this is the thing with NPM. It, like, you can't trust the links that they put yeah, on talk there. Yeah, m- talk to me about that because we've spoken about this This is before. a vulnerability yeah. and it's going to bite a lot of people and it probably already has. Yeah, what is it? The, uh, and it's the same with a lot of package managers. People treat the source on GitHub as the source for the actual like, uh, code. Yeah. Like whatever is in the artifact repository. Uh, they expect that the GitHub link will link you with a, a release tag to what the actual code is. Mm. Unfortunately, and I do this all the time, you can publish outside of actually pushing to GitHub or having something in source control. Like, NPM doesn't build directly off of that, but that's like an assumption that I think a lot of people have, is that if it's not in GitHub, it, like, if, if there's code, it'll be in GitHub. Yep. But the actual code that NPM downloads, A, can execute arbitrary tasks on your computer, so you have the ability to run any shell script, essentially. 
not as root because you're not running sudo npm, but like any any user utility, mm-hmm. it'll be able to run uh, because there's like bootstrap scripts in npm packages. And then also, uh, you like you could actually just put in something that if you had like the bcrypt library, if you owned that package, when someone hashed passwords, you could just redirect those passwords to your site somehow. Oh, yeah. If you just like pushed a temporary npm package version, like a patch version, version which most package uploaders will push straight to uh, the internet, and then, yeah, you're, you're SOL. Do you remember that happened with Nodemon? Nodemon had some dependency. Was it the exact same issue where they, they didn't have it on GitHub, or was it that... Nodemon had a dependency on some library. I forget the name of it. And the maintainer of that library didn't want to maintain the project anymore. Yeah. So he just said, who wants to take this over? And someone put oh, their hand up. Oh, it was a random. Up. I remember this. Yeah. yeah that someone was... put their hand up. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'll take over your, um, your library. Yeah. And so they'd done that kind of thing where you're talking about where they published one version to GitHub and a different version to NPM, something like that. And so in the process, they got some uh, nefarious code. Here we go. Into Hacker infects Node.js package yeah. to steal Bitcoin wallets. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty smart. I remember I saw this guy, the guy who actually ended up owning it. And he, he, he just had like no avatar, mm. no, no stars or anything. Mm. He was a nobody, mm. just like me. Yeah. You shouldn't give people like that um, packages. But someone has to maintain it. This is the thing with open source. Like, mm. if, if the library is uh, relied upon by so many people, they either need to band together and give it the... Just uh, let it die give it the love it deserves. What do you even use Nodemon for? Nodemon's a bad dependency, I think. That Nodemon's out of fashion. I'm declaring it here, it's dead. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Nodemon is Un- vaporware. Uninstall Nodemon. Is it uninstall or remove? I don't Un-remove. even know. Yeah. NPM uninstall. Yeah. Get, it's, it's, get it's it a, out of there. So I think Nodemon is m- like the actual use case is like the good old days when you'd like SSH into a server, start a process, and then you'd... Good old days? I was using Nodemon last year. (laughs) No, but not for your processes. You were using it for like dev servers. Yeah. Which isn't... I don't think that's a good use for it. In dev. Yeah. Well, I typically find it in existing repositories and just use it because it's there. Like that's how they've set it up. So I did that as well in the beginning. But then it's such a weird program because it's attempting to 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 do two very different things Mm. actually i think it was designed only to keep your process running on your server Mm. but then people started using it as like a file watching Ah. sort of thing but uh there's tools like entr have you heard of that no have i forced you to use that yet i think you have told me about it it's uh it's one of the best programs for uh, the command line Mm. You pipe it any number of files and then you give it a command to run and it can run a daemon task and it'll restart if any of those files change. Uh-huh. And that's essentially the same thing as Nodemon. So why is it better? Well, it's much smaller mm. and it works with everything. So instead of having a tool that only like starts your development server, have a tool in your toolkit that restarts anything. So when I'm building... But you have it, to install mm. that in your command line. Yeah, which is ideal because it, it's a utility that everyone should have really. 
Or, or have the yeah, knowledge you, to use FS Watch or something. Then you are forcing everyone to install something they might not want. Well, Whereas if you not everyone wants live reloading dev servers. Like, not every computer can handle... If uh, someone wants I'll to just give you a repository which just works when you run yarn start, then you can use NodeMod. No, I disagree. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, so there's file watchers and other things. Like, if you're talking about... Um, How do you do it without installing yeah. something? Well, if you're using something like Webpack, they have like live reload built in. Right. And that's a good use case for, yes, JavaScript needs to handle this file watching process. Mm. It makes sense for it to be there. Uh, and if you did it with enter, ENTR, then it wouldn't work. Mm. But um, I'll, I'll give you some use cases for why you should encourage everyone to use it. Yep. Building an API or testing an API. Mm. If you are uh, integrating with an API that you don't understand... Uh, write a .json file uh, with the request body uh, and then pipe the file name into enter with a curl command or htpy or whatever to make the request. Every time you change the request, you'll send another request. So you can see essentially live editing. You can see the, the results from that remote server. Oh, yeah. So that's how I typically end up testing like the first time that I use an API. Mm what like trying to figure out which parameters are wrong because mm. what typically ends up happening is that uh, what, what what's your normal i've seen you use a, the vs code extension that sort of thing where you have the the testing apis yeah like oh, the no. first time you use it insomnia yeah insomnia mm. something like that mm. even then you like there is still a manual process to actually issue the request yes. and then you're using you have to boot this insomnia as much as i i loved it it yeah. is a big gooey program mm. that uh, eats up a lot of resources mm. for no good reason and uh, you also can't just automate it. You can't just put it no, into a script. No, you can't automate it, no. Yeah. Clicking. You have to do the, use It'll the mouse. on that trackpad. Hate the mouse. Yeah, yeah. need to avoid that. Mm. There's plenty of other use cases uh, in, in any sort of build. So I, I, I work across a lot of languages. So I, I do Java and Go and JavaScript, TypeScript, uh, Ruby, and You're Ruby. You're a polyglot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Ruby has Guard, which is a file watcher. Mm which is a big fat file watcher that takes up a lot of resources. Same with Nodemon, mm. massive file watcher takes up a lot of resources. Same with um, uh, Scala has one as well, like their own like SBT live reload mm. thing. And all of those are like massive. They're built into the ecosystem. And then as soon as you move ecosystems, you have to relearn them. But in ENTR, if you use a, a universal utility like that, mm. it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be literally writing markdown files and have it live reload in your browser mm. using ENTR. I love not having to relearn things. Yeah. I've so only just got learned the one utility. I've only got limited brain capacity. That's why it's better. What, learning? You have, oh, yes, that's right. That's what I meant. <laughs> I forgot what? it was. Having talking. limited brain We're capacity very tired is better? Today. better or? I don't know. <laughs> We've had a long day. <laughs> we might be, uh, hold on, is that the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that what I was meant to say? <laughs> you have to go see your brother, so. We've got to cut yeah, the podcast. No. Yeah, we're cutting it. Yeah, we're cutting it. Uh, lovely session, but hopefully this one doesn't crash at the end. Yes. Uh, Sorry for the elitism about uh, file watchers as well. <laughs> I'm just exhausted, and when I'm exhausted, I get angry. So. Actually, we need to talk about how much uh, how to how to manage your time in a startup because we're tired today. Yeah, we're both very tired, exhausted. But uh, podcast gives us all that energy back. That's right. I'm Have, energized having all the fans. Yes. Don't forget to get on the Discord server too. Mom, why aren't you on my Discord? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Please don't get on my Discord, Mom. 
I'll be sending you a message like, what the <laughs> hell is your mum doing on our Discord server? She's going to be learning how to No, no, she's it. more than welcome. Yeah. Everyone's welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. They're very inclusive. All right, everyone. Thanks for another great episode. See you next time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas? Oh. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>